All right, you got your topics? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So this is going to be episode number 82 mm-hmm. for the tens of listeners that we have left. Yes. Um, we're going to have some swing. We're gonna, some poly. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of your poly stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about some kink and BDSM. But it's going to relate to an upcoming visit that we have yes. from a very special friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, how that scenario might look depending on the circumstances at the time. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't really know. It's, it's going to kind of be a crapshoot, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, that's our life. So, yeah. Um, now I do know that winter's almost over. Yeah. So that means in a couple months we will be going up to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and we'll be doing our yearly sunny rest trip. I'm super excited. I saw right now though, there's a bunch of snow there, which made me sad. <laughs> I was like, no, but you know, it does happen up North. So I know it's crazy. I mean, it's cold here today. It is. Uh, when I woke up this morning, it was 27. Yeah, so we went from 70s last week mm-hmm. to 30s this weekend. Yeah. Not fun, but hey, it is what it is. We're almost to summer, so. Yeah, I mean, like our summer starts like. In two months, if that. April, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looking forward to it. And you look fucking hot, by the way. Oh, this is my Sventi X Ooh. lingerie with my robe from. VJ Hotspots. Ooh, I'm digging it. Are you? You like it? I am. All right. So I think that about covers the bullshit intro. I think so. So are we ready to do this now? I'm fucking ready. Are you? I am ready. All right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, Buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. And here we are, episode number 82. I'm your host, Pedro, along with my beautiful wife and co host, Miss Tink. Hello, everybody. So, uh, how was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, why would you even bring that up? I mean,. I did get dick down, so that was the plus side of it. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. I mean, that worked. I was glad that I was able to get it, because I believe last year I was not able to, and I just gave you head. Yeah. <laughs> so I was all about it. I was like, I don't care. It's fine. It's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, mean, I just wanted some dick for Valentine's Day. I got some chocolate and pussy, so it was good. Yeah. But we don't normally do, like, holidays, so... Not really. Like you like to do it, but I am not a holiday guy. And it's not even a real holiday. It's it's a Hallmark holiday. It is a Hallmark holiday. But yeah. it is what it is. And like just to show you how much I don't give a shit about stuff like that, today's our ten year anniversary. It is. <laughs> and we're doing the podcast. <laughs> we are doing the podcast and I didn't get you anything. That's okay. I didn't get you anything either. <laughs> but I mean I did get you furniture not too long ago. So that's oh, like. Oh, see, I thought we went in on that together. Yeah, but you were the one complaining all the time about, you know, how it made your hips hurt or old furniture and blah, blah, blah. Yes, but I also remember that you started going, yeah, you know, my seat's starting to get uncomfortable and it's crooked <laughs> and my seat cracked. Yeah, but I mean, I got you furniture. Okay, you got me furniture. And a bed. 
that was you. <laughs> you wanted the bed. You're like, we should go lay on these. This is how you know we've been together for 10 years. <laughs> it, does it show just a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I was thinking, oh, man, maybe I'll get a new Xbox or something, you know, maybe a little something, something for me. Since, I can't hoe enough. Since I'm always getting you stuff. Because I get you stuff all the time, like, throughout the year. Like, yeah. not just... Like, I, I don't do the holiday thing, but when you're like, oh, babe, I really want this. Yeah. You're like, okay, go ahead and get it. Like, yeah, that's kind of my way of showing love. Like, hey, all I wanted was just Mexican and margaritas, but we still got time. <laughs> Today is the anniversary, so we still got time. I know, but we're also trying to save money. I know, there's that. You know, because we have a goal that we're trying to hit yeah. in the next two years. So yeah. we're trying to really hunker down. And be responsible adults. <laughs> trying. Keyword. <laughs> trying. So, happy anniversary to you, my oh. slutty boo. I love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's get into this episode. We got swing. Yes. And what are we talking about today? So, we've gone to many hotel takeovers. We've gone <gasps> to so we many. We have. Like, I've lost count. <laughs> Um, we've gone to, you know, house parties, we've gone to clubs, resorts, um, resorts. but one thing that I, I feel like we either, or may I say, I didn't really notice just because like I clean up a lot after myself is that there are some people that think that it is the duties of the hotel to clean up after whatever they did in their hotel room, even if you're at an event. Yeah, I mean, like we've been, you know, to lots of events, like you said, and I, I feel like the majority of people clean up after themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, a good, I'm going to say 80 to 90%, you know, are good human beings. They pick up after themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they make the housekeeping staff's life as easy as possible. You know, Wait. a lot of our friends leave tips, you know, yep. in, in the room and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you do. I mean, it's... Right. You try to make it easier for them to clean up at, at the end of the night. So, like, even after you're done... it's a privilege done, for us to be there. Well, yeah. Because I mean, we're not the normal type of people that come right. to hotels for events. And that's where people get this fucked up. They think, oh, I paid my money. You know, yeah. I'll do whatever fuck I want. No, you're still a guest yeah. at this hotel. They don't have to allow us to be there. Well, that's the thing, too. Um, depending on how you leave a hotel, that can negatively affect the group that was being exactly. held there. Exactly. If you trash the hotel, the they're, next time that organizer goes to plan an event, they're going to be like, no, nah, no fucking way. Right. So what I would always do, and I'm sure everybody else did, you know, you got out of the shower, your wet towels that you weren't going to use anymore, we would put them in the corner all together. So all they had to do, they all people that work at hotels wear gloves. So they literally just have to pick up that pile, throw it in the laundry bin. Trash. I would put it right by the door so that way it was easy for them. And if it overflowed, I would have another bag or I would ask for another bag. So that way the trash can was empty that I could still put stuff in. But the other trash that needed to be taken away was easily picked up and can go. Right. Or we would call down to the front desk and be like, hey, we set our trash bag outside our door. Yep, exactly. You know, and they're, and they're always like, oh, thank you so much, you know? <laughs> right. So, you know, it's those little things that you have to think about that actually add up to the big picture when you're going to these events is, you know, 
you have to make it be where where this event was held can continue to be held there. And you're being held already under scrutiny because of what's going on there. They, they're not stupid. So this event is obviously well, yeah, up front. I mean, they're, they're telling you what they're doing. And the so, people working there know exactly what's going on. Right. So don't be sitting there and leaving your freaking condoms all over the floor. Used, of course. Yeah. That's nasty as fuck. Yeah. Or like, you know, if you squirt and make a mess, you know. Oh, God, yeah. Clean like, up. Take the sheets off the bed. Yes. Put them, you know, all together so that it's ready to just be thrown in the the laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, don't leave your messes all over the bed. I yeah. mean, these uh, these venues know what's going to happen. Right. So, you know, if you do make a mess on the bed, you know, squirt or, you know, dude missed your face and <laughs> came all over the pillowcase, you know, just be respectful. Take the shit off yourself. Mm-hmm. Roll it up in a ball. Yep. You know, make a nice, tidy little package for them to just pick up and throw in their laundry thing. Yeah. And it's not like when you go to resorts where they already have a designated person who's going to come into a set playroom and is going to change those sheets as soon as you're done playing, regardless of what happened in there. They wear their gloves. They clean it up. You're at a hotel. Or even if it's just like a, you know, a home type of environment. It's the same thing. You're going to have to clean up after yourself. There's not going to be someone designated to come in and do that. Right. And, you know, now that we have a waterproof blanket. Oh, that's like, what I wonder if a lot of people should start carrying yeah, around. I mean, when we go to events, we're going to start taking that. Oh, yeah. Because. Because I, I always feel really guilty. Yeah. And it also fucks with my ability to enjoy what's happening and allowing myself to come that way. Because I will stop myself from squirting. Right. Because I'm afraid, one, how big of a mess it's going to make. And then two, what am I going to do with it? Right. You know, I'm like, obviously I know what to do, but it's the, the principle of I can't fully like enjoy myself because I know, okay, I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to feel guilty that I have to do X, right. Y, and Z. So you're holding back, right. which, you know, limits your enjoyment. It does. So from now on, you know. And the waterproof blanket was what, $40 on Amazon? Yeah, for a queen size. Yeah, queen size, okay? That's like the same size that you're going to get at any hotel. Unless you splurge and get the king suite, you know, but still. But even then. Just laid on the bed. Right. And Put yourself you, on the most of the that you think you're going to be on. Yeah, because worst comes to worst, if you make a mess, you can go rinse it off in the shower. Yeah. You know, soap and water, mm-hmm. rinse it off, use the damn blow dryer that they have there. to dry it off and you're good to go. Yeah. You know, so it's little things like that that make your group that you're with stand out to these venues. Right. You know, and if there's any uh, promoters or like party hosts listening to this, I'm sure they're all jumping up and down right now going, (laughs) Yes, preach, motherfucker, preach. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, because like that's part of their livelihood, you know, being able to throw these events. Yeah, and all and it takes is for someone to not clean up after themselves. They have now have a, a bad to, review. Or to trash the hotel. Like, you know, if you're drunk and you stumble and put your hand through the wall and you don't right. say nothing. Right, like you, you know. have to think about these things. And not saying that you shouldn't drink when you go to these events because there's obviously everyone's going to drink. Yeah. It's more fun that way. You get more relaxed. But you, you just enjoy it. you have to be an adult and right. do it moderately. Right. Like You don't need to be shit-faced to have a good time. No. And if you do, these are not the events for you. 
No, they're definitely not because, because you, you can't then be responsible. Like you need to be responsible for yourself. And when you get to that point, you're right. no longer aware of what you're doing. Yeah. And you can't give consent. No. When you are drunk, you cannot give consent, it, you know, and it mainly falls on the women for that. Yeah. You know, because most men aren't going to be like, oh, I got raped because I was drunk and didn't, you know, consent to having some chick ride me. It's <laughs> probably not going to happen. No, but probably not. You know, it could very well happen for a woman. Yeah. You know, where she's totally annihilated. And, and the guy is just thinking she's like, oh, yeah, I want this because right. she's enjoying herself, not realizing like, no, she's enjoying being drunk. She's not enjoying you all of a sudden on top of her. Right. And that leads to a whole host of issues, you know, legal issues and everything else. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to drink, drink responsibly. Yes. And clean up after yourself, you know, yes. make yourself and your group that you're with look good to the venue mm -hmm. so that you can be invited back yes and enjoy that atmosphere again yes very much so and try and you know a little side note like we said earlier tip whoever is cleaning your room before you leave for that weekend yeah i mean like we that usually a leave like way. a 20 dollar bill on the thing and you know i mean i think sometimes it varies depending on how dirty <laughs> we made the room or we felt like well, we yeah. made the room but i mean like it's usually like a 20 I mean, yeah, it's it's not a lot, but we're mm -hmm. not rich. Like, you know, we spend all that money to go to the event, but we do our best to give back, mm -hmm. you know, and say thank you for dealing with this bullshit. That exactly. You have to deal with. Exactly. So, um, and hell, just on our floors, you know, like at the IPG parties, mm -hmm. like I know the people that we stayed with on that floor, almost everybody was tipping, you know, yeah. 20 to $50. Mm -hmm. So whoever the housekeeper was on that floor, man, they made they out, made like out great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, they can come back. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, when's the next event? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we're also very respectful to them too. If we happen to see them while they're oh, there. That reminds me too. And the same thing goes for your bartenders. Like if your oh, hotel yeah. that you're, that you're having an event at, if they have, a bar, mm -hmm. you know, where you have to purchase drinks, you know, yeah. like at the bar, you can't bring your own. You need to tip the bartender. Tip the shit out of your bartenders, mm -hmm. you know, because if, if that hotel has a bar, that means that normal Friday and Saturday nights is their busy time. Right. You know, so if you go in there with, oh, well, I got, you know, six bottles up in my room. I don't need to buy anything. Well, now you're fucking the bartenders. Well, yeah, and the bartenders make most of their money off of tips anyhow. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll have their small cut for their, their night shift that they're there, but they really are, are banking on the tips that they receive for that night. And if you're only close to just that group of people that come in because the hotel is just for that said venue, that kind of limits them if you're not going to go down there and, yeah. you know, get a drink. I mean, obviously, yes, if you have your own stuff, that's fine. You may not need one. But if you do, or hey, if you're talking her up, buy a drink. Yeah. Because she's got to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's one thing I always made a point to do back at IPG when mm -hmm. we went to Bartonsville because they had the bar, you know, and you couldn't have your drinks mm -hmm. down there. So I would always make sure I had, you know, at least like 50 to $75 on me. So when I would go down, I may only have two drinks at the bar, but I'll spend that 50 $75. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you would do it a lot and... We wouldn't even really drink that much. It would just yeah. be because you knew they were there working and you also knew that not a lot of people were tipping. Right. So it, you would just be like, here you go. Yeah. You know, because most people would go up and down from their room, you know, every time they needed a drink, mm -hmm. they would go slam a drink in the room, then come back down. 
Right. But they would hang out in the bar yeah. and, and talk to people and all that. Right. Or ask for water, you know. Yeah. I mean, hell, like when we were doing photography, mm-hmm. I would get my water from the bar. You would. But and you would still tip her too. I'd give her five bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. Even though it was just for water. It was, that was fine. Yeah. I mean, because I, I didn't want to get, you know, too drunk or anything mm-hmm. while I'm working. Mm-hmm. So I would just drink water. And well, really, we didn't do any of our drinking until we were right, done working. Right. So so really, the, if we wanted something, we would just run right there to the bar and grab a bottle of water or a glass of water, whatever they yeah. had. Yeah. And like a lot of times, she would just like give me the tap water. Exactly. Right. You know. And you just get that little tea, yeah. Dixie cup. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know, here's your five bucks. Yeah. And I would do that like five, six times in the four hours that mm-hmm. we were working. Yeah. So she made like 30 bucks off me. <laughs> just for water. For free water. <laughs> You know, but but that's the mentality us as swingers need to have when we go to these events. Yes. Yeah. I mean you need to set yourself apart from the normal everyday person. Yeah. And yes, I understand it's super expensive to go to these things. It is. But you need to budget that stuff into your plans. Yeah. You know, if you're going somewhere where you know you're gonna have to tip, make sure you bring at least like a hundred bucks extra with you. Yeah, make sure you that. have that cash on hand because not everything is gonna be where you can use your card either. Right. So it'd be a lot easier just to make sure you have that cash. You're good to go. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, And, I and mean, if you don't use it all, great. But at least you have it on hand that you can put out those tips when you need it. Perfect example. When we went to Pod Bash last year, mm-hmm. we were broke as a joke at that point. Oh, yeah. You know, that trip wiped us out. It, it did. But <laughs> when we bought drinks, we still tipped we did. like 10 bucks per drink. And the drinks were already $35 a piece. They were Vegas pricing. So they were definitely way yeah. over our range that we're used to. Right. So we were paying $45 a drink. Yeah. Tip included. Yeah. But we still did it, even mm-hmm. though we were broke. And we're like, fuck, we are never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> we definitely did not. <laughs> so, but that's the type of people that we are. Yeah. You know, because. And that's we, the things you have to think about. We love this space. And. We love the people that help us be able to enjoy this space, mm-hmm. you know, so all those venues, the people that work at those venues that put up with us, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not always easy. No. You know, there's some, some people in the lifestyle that, you know, I kind of wish would stay home sometimes, yeah. Yeah. but you know, those employees at these venues have to deal with those people. Yeah. So at least make their job as easy as you can and as rewarding as you can for the shit they have to put up with. Yes, that that is the key thing. They they put up with a lot because there's a whole bunch of us. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's loud. They're crazy. They're having fun everywhere. Right, and they're inappropriate at times, even to staff. Because yes, you know they they may not be paying attention that they are staff and that they're not there for the or party. They're, they're just in that mindset of oh, I can do basically whatever I want because it's a lifestyle party. Right, not thinking hey. People actually work here. Yeah. This is their job. The staff may not be welcomed to that type of advance. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't do that either. That's that's a negatory. Don't (laughs) Not unless they come on to you. If they come on to you, then by all means. We have seen that happen. (laughs) Play with the staff, but don't chase the staff. However, please only do this with the staff when they are off the clock because they will get in trouble. Yes. And sometimes they'll even get in trouble even if they're off the clock. We've We've seen that happen. The bartenders at the IPG parties. Oh, oh, you're right. There was that one girl. She did get in trouble. Yeah. So just. So yeah, be, be yeah, maybe, yeah, be mindful <laughs> or maybe uh, get her number after. Yeah. And then after the event's over, you can talk to her. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my advice on 
how to be a decent human being in the lifestyle All when right. it comes to events. All right. I like it. So on to our poly uh, segment here. I mean, your poly segment. Yeah, my, my poly segment. <laughs> I don't have a poly segment right now. Well, I'm kind of in the same boat. Mm. So uh, there's definitely been some struggles with it. Um, I'm sure a lot of it's kind of falling under the umbrella of everyday life. Um, just a lot going on, new jobs, um, lots of activities with, you know, family. Okay, so, and so give us a little backstory on who this person of interest is. I mean, like what's. So the, the person of interest is, uh, someone who I've had a crush on for the last, oh man, the last, what, five years, um, had three years ago, had more of an encounter with, and always just kind of had that like sweet spot for and if any there, if there was ever that chance or opportunity to have a relationship with her, um, I would definitely be all about it. And I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but at the time it wasn't the right time. So things kind of got put back on the back burner and then things kind of started to develop a little bit more again. There was slight little subtle, you know, hints of flirtation back and forth. Kind of got the wheels going again. Um, but then again, you know, communication has not been super great. So it's been hard to be able to progress further with which direction it could possibly go. Um, and I kind of feel like it's that that everyday life kind of thing. And maybe again, it's just not the right time. So like when you say like the communication, I mean, our listeners should know you're the type of person that requires like constant communication. Yeah. So a few messages a day, um, isn't quite what I need. Um, I need more of that, like, like your best friend that you talk to 24 seven or, you know, constantly throughout the day, you're sending snaps constantly throughout the day. Um, that is the type of communication that I need for a relationship to develop and to continue into something. And, so let me ask you this, you know, you say that like 24 seven talking, does it have to be like conversation or, or can it just be like sending you a snap, you know, saying, Hey, thinking about you or just, just, Hey, thinking about you. Right. Like just that, so that I know, like, cause I know that I'm busy at work. You know, there's some days where I don't even get to talk to you right. until my lunch break. And sometimes my lunch break is pushed back and it's just been chaos. So I get it that that part's fine as far as that's concerned but just like the little thought of like hey just thought of you selfie or just to check in and be like how's your day going haven't heard from you hope you're okay mm -hmm. you know hope you i can talk to you when you're done work right um those kinds of things are what helps me go okay there's still an attraction there's still that want to possibly have a relationship and then i can kind of build off of it right from there but when i don't get that I kind of feel like I start to not necessarily backpedal, but I definitely stop what I'm doing and just kind of feel things out again. Got you. Now, uh, do you feel like when somebody pulls back on their communication, like do you, does that make you feel like they're not interested in that way anymore? Or yes, it does. Cause like, I don't know if they're second guessing their thoughts or they're feeling like maybe they don't have the time to have another relationship right now. So they just pull back cause it's easier. Um, so then it kind of leaves me with, you know, feeling the same way of, okay, well if they pull back, then I should pull back. Yeah. And see, like, that's something that bugs me in just relationships in general. Like it doesn't even have to be poly, 
you know, because a lot of monogamous people deal with this too, is the fact that if you say you want X, Y, or Z, mm -hmm. the opportunity is there. Yeah. And you don't do what you need to do to grab that opportunity. It just makes me wonder, like, why even say you want it in the first place? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm like, if, if it's like a fantasy of yours, just keep it in your head. Yeah. Don't lead people on to think, hey, this is a possibility. Right. To where now you're putting in effort. Because you're thinking it's going to turn into something. And they may put a little bit of effort in here or there, but then they pull back. And then, you know, it's like this yo-yo of, yeah. you know, effort. Like yeah. you go from some effort to, oop, there it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it does make it uh, a little bit difficult. And I was trying to, like, in a way, shoot my shot. Right. And it kind of, it wasn't necessarily dismissed, but it also wasn't answered. So right. that made me be like, ooh, okay, maybe I should just kind of lay low. <laughs> yeah, and like knowing both of you, like I understand your frustration. Mm -hmm. I also understand, you know, she's a very busy woman. Very. But at the same time, you know, it's like I said, if you want something, you make it happen. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how I am. If, if I'm interested in a woman, you know, and I know the interest is there, mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to make that happen. Yeah. Now, if it works out or not is to be seen. Right, but like I'm that's gonna, a different story is whether it works or not. But I'm going to do my part, you know, in trying to communicate as often as possible, you know, and make sure that she knows I'm still interested. Yeah. Um, I guess my other, in a way, I'm kind of feeling like I don't want to, I don't want to give up. Like, I feel like I would still kind of keep trying to put in little like, hey, we should go do this. Or, I mean, I don't think you should give up. Because I don't feel like she's not interested. Mm -hmm. I think she doesn't know how to make it all work. Right. Like, and that's where I feel like we need to have a sit down one-on-one with not everybody else around. Because right. that's, that's the other thing is we haven't been able to have just a moment of just her and I mm -hmm. to be able to go, okay, here's everything laid out. This is what I would want to have with you. This is what I can do to offer this for you and like what I want to give you of right. me. And, and this is how we're going to make this work. <laughs> and this is what I need from you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you got to lay that out there too. Yeah. I got to remember what I need because, because I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely that service person. Like I already right. have little gifts for her and I haven't given them to her yet because right. I'm waiting for like this perfect moment. And I just haven't been able to see her to be actually give them to her. Right. But you have to tell her what you need. Yeah. As, as well, because, you know, if you're giving and giving and giving and not getting anything back that you need, eventually you're going to resent her. Yeah. You know, so. But yeah, because it's no different of a relationship than it would be if it was with a guy. Right. I mean, you have to have your needs met as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope you two get to have that conversation. And I hope so. You know, Maybe even if it doesn't work out right now. Right. But at least get the confirmation that she wants it it's just not the right time yeah i mean we've already had that before yeah. so i'm but i would also kind of lay down the law as far as you know look i really want this with you too but i don't want to be strung out for you know months and months or years yeah i mean that's kind of how it was the first time because right. i had to be like so what what would you like to do right so all right, well, I wish you the best of luck. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs>
I definitely feel like I need it some days. Yes, we all do. <laughs> all right, so what do you got for us for the kink and BDSM topic? I know we touched a little bit on the cold intro. We did. Um, so we have we do have a friend coming who is into the BDSM lifestyle. Yes. Um, she is definitely more on the submissive side, and she definitely enjoys impact play. Um, she's more on that pain slut level where I've strived to be. But it's only on her ass, though. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I don't like it on my friend at all. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like when you say pain slut, I mean, generally it's any kind of pain. Ah, all right. So we'll, we'll clarify. It's mainly on the ass area. Yeah. Like I'm in the same boat. Like I like my ass done. I'll take it in the other places, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> well, that's the point. I know. <laughs> You're like, duh. Um, but there's different levels of, you know, a person being, you know, kinky. Yes. Do you have a level of kinky that is like, that really just sends home for you? Like, this is, this is the shit that I love. This is the level of kinkiness that I need. Oh, well, I mean, like, obviously being a sadist, you know, if I can have a submissive that really, you know, enjoys the more extreme sides of things, mm -hmm. the more enjoyment I'm going to get out of it in that sadistic mindset. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't necessarily say like, if I had a choice between say you and our friend, mm -hmm. I wouldn't pick one over the other because mm -hmm. it's two different scenarios. What are those different scenarios? Well, like for you, since you're not as much of a fan of pain, you know, I can do other things to uh, get you and the scene where I want it to be, you know? So like I can use more like degradation and uh, mind fucks, you know, yeah. and stuff like that where someone like her, I know she's like a hundred percent, like she wants the pain and like, she likes the mind fucks too, but, but not deep. Yeah. Cause like, I don't, I'm weird. I say weird, but it's not a bad weird. It's more of when I'm not in the right mindset, the degradation and humiliation hits me differently. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, where I don't process it the way I typically would in a scene, but if I'm in the right mindset for it, I, I have something in me that likes it. Like the, the, the words you use, the things you say, um, how you say it those all kind of come together in my head and like you will say it, it will fuck me up. And then I repeat it and then it fucks me up more. <laughs> and then it's just be this whole thing. And then like, I'm in my own little world of being kind of not torn down, but just mentally fucked basically. Yeah. And I mean, it's a different kind of pain. It is, but it is a complete mental pain. But I feel like I can go further there than I can physically. You can. So, you know, like I said, it's not a one or the other thing for me. Mm. Um, I enjoy both. You know, I enjoy the physical, you know, aspect of giving pain. Mm -hmm. But I also really enjoy the mental aspect. So, like, to play with you two together, you know, depending on the situation. Because, like we were talking, you may end up having your period when she's here. Yeah. That so... That part is like crap because I know if that happens, then you're probably going to have it be more where like I'm going to be cucked. Yeah, I mean, at, at least in certain scenes. Mm -hmm. 
you know, cause like we did talk about like, you can still do stuff to her. I can. Yeah. Um, she'll just be kind of limited as to what she can do to you. Yeah. But I mean, you being cucked isn't something that we do often. We don't. And part of that is because, you know, it ties into that degradation, you know, and you have to be in the right mindset for that. Mm-hmm. So I think I also have to be with the right per like the right female for it too. Well, yeah. I mean, I can understand that like someone that you feel a strong connection with so that after the scene, that mind fuck doesn't continue. Right. <laughs> right. Cause that's exactly what I feel would happen is if it was someone who I wasn't close with or I didn't connect with that, it would continue and it could be potentially detrimental because I will continually let it degrade in my head. Right. Cause you'll I can't stop it. You'll constantly be comparing yourself yes. to her and yes. replaying the things that I said, Yes, you know, and the actions that were done, everything. Yeah. But I think with her, I mean, I think it would, I could switch back to being more of the dominant when we change scenes up than if it was with somebody else. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, just to be cucked, you know. In general, yeah, it would be easier with her. You know, because, like, she's someone that you would date. Yeah. So, you know, you have a strong connection, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're both almost identical, like, body-wise. Yeah. And we know pussy-wise you're identical, so. Well, you do. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I know that. So, um, there's no comparing there. You know, it's not a, well, you know her pussy's prettier than mine mm-hmm. or she's tighter or, you know, she gives better head or blah, blah, blah. Like mm-hmm. you guys are comparable in every way, Yeah, you know? And I think that really helps when it comes to you being the cuck. Mm-hmm. Unlike the first time we played where she was supposed to be the cuck. <laughs> that didn't really work out so well. I mean, like I still cucked her, but it wasn't as, as deep as yeah. I wanted it to go. Yeah, because, it wasn't as deep. Because the scene changed three times in the matter of two You hours. adapted as best you could. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we'll definitely be able to play it out. And I almost think even if I don't have my period, that we could still play it out. Just because, like, why not? You know? We'll have the time, so. Yeah, I mean, we should have plenty of time to go through multiple scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and hell, I may even, you know sub to you guys i don't know well that could be dangerous for you i know <laughs> but i mean i think it would make for good content it, it very well could so i already got my oh man my mind's already rolling <laughs> <laughs> i mean we'll have to see you know how that goes uh-huh. and we'll have to see like how she feels about it because like if if she has a hard time seeing me in that dominant role mm-hmm. if i am in the submissive role as well well it could be something where towards the end of her stay is when we would do it. Well, I know, but I still don't want to fuck up. Oh, my just in general. In yeah. The future. <laughs> yeah. No, I, okay. I get that. You know, because. Yeah. Because she likes that aspect of you. Yeah. I mean, she's the type of person that I 100%, you know, like if she gave me the opportunity, I would be a dominant for her, mm-hmm. you know, like long term. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to fuck that up. No, I don't think you would. So, but I'm really looking forward to it. And like, I'm looking forward to cucking you (laughs) because like, that's something I've wanted to do since we started swinging. Yeah. Like I used to bring it up, you know, like that I wanted you to watch me fuck other women. I mean, I have just not in a a full on like cuck situation where I was physically made to like sit and watch. Um, But now with the hot husband dynamic that we do, Mm -hmm. I feel like 
you're partway there. Yeah. Like I'm definitely more like on that. I'm more open for it and I'm not opposed. Like I would be like, Oh my God, I'd be so distraught by it. I would just be like, all right. And then when you're all done, like it's still all fucking mine. Right. And like, I, I think it would be super hot to have a hot wife that would participate in the cucking of you, mm. you know, like kind of like what I do for male cucks mm -hmm. and their spouses, mm -hmm. you know, to have them join in with some of the, like the degradation and stuff and the humiliation. That might take some time to get to that point. But I think it would be super fucking hot though, because afterwards you being a competitive little bitch <laughs> are going to be like, everything that bitch said is not true. Watch me do this. Watch me do that. You know, <laughs> like, you know I, me so well. <laughs> I just think it would be fucking hilarious, but it would be hot too. Yeah. You know, because like the whole time that it's happening, like you'd be ready to fucking ball your eyes out. I'm sure. But you'd still be turned on. Yeah. And then afterwards that competitiveness would come out uh -huh. and be like, let me show you why that bitch is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I, I just think it would be fun to do. It, I think it will definitely be but it by circumstance of who it is. and Right. But like, like I couldn't do that with Amy. No. Because like you like her. Yeah. Too much. Like it would have to be someone you don't really know. Yeah. To really get the full effect. I mean, it would definitely <laughs> give the full effect. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So one of these days we'll okay. have to play that scenario out. Yeah. So ladies... If anybody's listening and you want a chance to help me cuck Tink, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that's going to be it for the show. Yes. Um, we're going to record next week's or toy. this week's toy review mm -hmm. later tonight. Yes, we will. Um, and you can only see that and hear that on the Fansly yes. page because we're not getting taken down on spotify anymore no but you can find that on fansly in my new content room yeah and you can watch this episode for free on mm -hmm. fansly yep um you just follow us and you'll be able to see every one that gets posted on monday yeah um and then we have like bonus stuff that we do mm -hmm. um that is not safe for work <laughs> that you can subscribe for five dollars a month you know and yep. see that so um we hope to see you there and also, if you do join the Fansly, you can join our Telegram group. Yes, you and can. And chat with us and... Other like-minded people in the lifestyle. Yeah. Multiple different lifestyles. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we will be back next week with more fuckery. Yay. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, the Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people, and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, and also now we are moving away from OnlyFans, and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.